Welcome back to episode two of After Hours, the podcast where we literally talk about anything and everything. There are no limits. It's just a conversation. Just That's how I want you guys to think about it. That's how he wants you guys to think about it. To my left, I have my co-host, my brother, my wingman, whatever you want to, whatever I want to call him, Adrian. Hey, what's up, guys? And to the returning viewers, welcome back. Yeah. Uh, and to the returning viewers and everyone who heard our first episode of After Hours, we just both want to say thank you so much. The criticism was, was you know, fantastic. It was just fantastic. Uh, it, it was. I felt like it was super positive too. It was. It was really a, positive. It was just a really good first episode, and I don't think we we expected that. I know? definitely did not. Our goal for the, for for you know our new listeners or viewers, I promise I'll get the YouTube video up starting yeah. with this episode. Got a little lazy, will not lie, but um, I think our our like I was saying, our goal was to have a hundred. Uh, you know, was it listeners, listeners, or hundred followers? No, hundred listeners, listeners, right? listeners. Yeah. listeners on on all streaming platforms combined. So on Apple, on Spotify, on and on SoundCloud. It's supposed to be YouTube as well, but like I said, I got a little lazy. What can I say? But uh, but like I said, it was in total. We ended up getting over two hundred. Absolutely shattered our goal. We had one sixty alone on Spotify. Yeah. With another fifty on SoundCloud, if I'm not wrong, and then, and then like twenty, twenty to fifty around that that around that range, it's pretty big range, but around there, for um on on uh on Apple on their podcast thing, so, like I said, thank you guys so much. Yeah, I mean, um, no, I just like like I said earlier, it was really positive. Like even the like the criticism, the like just letting us know like oh you guys are doing really good like I was I was not expecting it at all, but um I really appreciate that it was mostly positive, yeah. And and I think it, it caught us off guard that it was a like a, a majority of the feedback was positive. Yeah. Sim- simply due to the fact that it's you know since it was our first episode, I think we were like 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 we talked about last time we were taking a, we were taking a risk we were uh, taking our first step. And I think I think we were I can speak for myself at least. I was expecting some negative feedback. You know, a lot more than than what we received because you guys either you guys are scared <laughs> to tell us the truth or we're just naturally good at this. Yeah. I don't know. But I mean, yeah, I mean I, w- I was kind of the same way. I thought that we were going to have not too much negativity cuz based off of like at least the audience that I know like my friends, they're not really that negative, but um, no, yeah, I was I was really 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 surprised. I, I I was really judging like ourselves, or at least I was judging us a lot more harsh as I normally would, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, no, no that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it, it it's it's just really it's shocking. Relieving. It's just it's just shocking. It's relieving. I, I think I think you know it's safe to say that was relieving. Um, but yeah, same thing for this episode. Please let us know what you guys think. We'll we'll talk about this later on in the episode. But you know, just 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 to start things off, like like we said, thank you guys so much. Broke our goal. I mean, smashed it, shattered it. We hope to you know shatter our goal for this episode as well. Um, but you know, I I want to start the episode off telling telling you telling the listeners and viewers about like this weird thing that happened today. And oh, like, yeah. 
I, I told you this. It was it was really yeah, weird. Yeah, briefly. It was it was really weird. So I basically have a routine every day where it's you know I wake up at seven twenty, at uh, seven eighteen, <laughs> log into Microsoft Teams for first period. Uh, I do online school, so um, I don't go to school. Although they gave us that option, same thing with uh, my brother. Yeah, and um, you know I wake up at seven twenty or seven eighteen, like I said, lo- log in, get, go into my first period digital media class, and you know. Just, just you know, go through my whole school day, and then right at two twenty, uh, I I finished a day off with my AP computer science teacher or not teacher class, where uh, where I, you know, as soon as the bell rings at two twenty, I already have yeah. my shoes, my you're ready to go. Yeah, I'm ready to go to practice. I have my you know shorts on, my shirt, everything. Obviously, uh, I have everything ready to go. Because, you know, we live about 30 minutes away from our school. So practice starts for me at 3 o'clock, and I literally get there at 3 o'clock every day. And so, you know, go go through practice, like I said. So the routine is basically wake up, school, practice, right? And then I'll, I take the same route uh, to the school. I take the same route back from the school to my house. Um, but this today was a little weird because uh, there was a lot of traffic. yeah. And, I, and yeah. I've come to, I have like, I now have, I don't know, it's not an ability, but it's just, you know, when you do a routine every single day and you, you, you know, you get the, the, the feel of the traffic and stuff at, at like five o'clock or, or eight o'clock or whatever, whatever time it may be. Um, you know, if it's a little off, you know, you question what's going on. Like yeah. Is, is there a car yeah. accident? Is there, you know, somebody being pulled over and they or construction? What, 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 what's what was going the on? reason? Exactly. What was the reason? Like, what, what is, what is going on up ahead that's causing this traffic? And so, I haven't taken uh, this one road called Poinciana Boulevard in like months since swim season, to be honest, because they oh, opened yeah. a faster route. And so, I, I, you know, I go on my normal route as per usual. And I noticed that there's a lot of traffic, so I, I go on Google Maps and I, I, I put into my, you know, Google Maps, you know, take me home. Yeah. As as any other person would, and it tells me, hey, it's a lot faster. It's like 20 minutes faster to go through Poinciana Boulevard instead of going through your normal route. Um, hmm. go do that. So I'm like, dude, I'm tired. Just had a you know pretty ha- uh, hard day at practice. You know, I just want to get home, so I take the route find even more traffic and I'm like what is going on and there were like 20 25 cars ahead of me at the stoplight to, to take a left onto this point Seattle Boulevard and I, and I you know like when you try to look up ahead you're like looking is there a semi truck up ahead like yeah. what, what is going on like I said it ended up being that there were like some cops there right <laughs> and so you know cops are telling people turn left this lane you can go so I assumed I'm like okay there there was a big car accident you know maybe you know the, you know they they took up the whole road or there's glass pieces on the floor whatever it may be and so you know I, I finally get to take my left once I got up close to the to the co- to where the cops were at you know they had completely shut down the right side of the road so it's a two it's a two way uh, it's a two lane. Uh, road one you know two lanes going one way two lanes going the other with a median in the middle and the right side was just completely shut down so we basically had one lane on the, on the left side what would be the left side um, 
for people who are who are supposed to be going on that right lane. And so I look down and I, I don't see anything. I don't I don't see a reason as to why they would shut down the road. You know, and, and it's odd. Yeah, I mean that would be weird if you you're stuck in traffic, you get to like the place where the scene should be and there's nothing. Exactly. Like that, that's just weird. And so I'm, I'm driving, you know, passing through, trying to get, you know, go through my, my route or whatever. And, you know, I look over, I see like this F-150 with a trailer on the back with horses, like with, with like two horses in the back of the trailer. And, you know, I'm thinking to myself, if these pe- uh, the, the trailer is on the other side where that's closed out. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I swear if these, if these cops, cause it was like, there were like 10 cops, 15 Jeez. cops. And I was like, if these cops shut down the road because a horse got out of the trailer, <laughs> I am going to the Kissimmee <laughs> Police Department and I'm filing a complaint because, dude, there's no reason why we should close down a whole two-way road for a horse. I mean, at the same time... What, Control like, no, your horse. No, no, absolutely not. Yes. Well, no, the, it, the horse is roaming free on a busy road because that, that road is not like... Some random two-lane road in, like, the middle of nowhere. No, that's a busy road. Close one lane. That's that's all I'm going to say. Just close one lane if the horse is going off, right? So that's what I thought. I was like, I swear, if they if they've closed this whole road for that horse, and I was 20 minutes late home, I'm, I'm mad. Oh, I was fuming. So, come to realize it, it wasn't the horse, and... Um, the trailer was just there for some reason with the person in the car and stuff. And it ended up being that there was like a really big accident with uh with somebody on a motorcycle. Okay, that and, makes sense. And an SUV. It was like an infinity, one of the infinite big infinity uh SUVs. And I guess they they just crashed. Obviously. <laughs> uh, that sounds kinda messed up, but like they yeah, they had a, there was an accident. And so um, I'm thinking, you know, I see five highway patrol officers, 10 to 15 costs, like I said. I'm like, this must have been a big deal. Like, they're like, this, like, what, this guy must be in critical condition. But the thing that was weird was I saw the yellow police tape around the, the area of the, huh. the accident. So, I mean, I'm no, I'm no genius, but when you see yellow police tape, that means that there's, that it's a crime scene. Yeah. Or, or it's, you know, there's an investigation going on. I look over, dude. The motorcycle was completely totaled. Like, Jeez. like it was terrible. There's a helmet on the floor, and on the helmet, there's like there's blood. Okay. Over it. Yeah. Sorry That's for people uh, who don't like blood, but it had blood all over it. And and the Infinity car like had like a small little bump in the front. So, I'm no genius. But I think that the the guy on the on the motorcycle legitimately passed away due to this due to this car accident. I, I don't want to like make this sad or anything, but it is a sad topic. Like, it's it's crazy. That's just unsettling though, because that you you don't you don't see that, you, dude. We, it's not even the fact that that I I saw the helmet or anything like that, because that's not not what I'm trying to. Uh, I'm not trying to. Can, you know that's not the main point yeah. or whatever. I just is it, I just found it kind of insane how you know a little action or 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 something that we take I guess you could say uh, for granted. I, I think that's what it is. Where it's like 
every day, like I said, my routine. Yeah. Wake up, go to school, go to practice. I drive from my house to practice and practice to to my house, to our house. Yeah. That guy was going pos- probably from work to his house. He was thinking it's an ordinary day, just going through my routine, gonna make it home. I'm a ha- I'm, you know what I'm gonna have? I'm gonna have some steak tonight with some, uh, I don't know, mashed potatoes and iced tea. And like he wasn't able, like obviously he, he wasn't able to do that. I mean, that just kind of goes to show you that at the end of the day, you really never know what's going to happen. Exactly. Because even, like you said, you're just going through your daily routine, but at the end of the day, you don't know if that routine is going to change. Like, yeah. obviously, like the, there's some percentage that it will, some percentage that it won't, but it all really comes down to just chance. Like, things just happen, and you have to react to it. Yeah. And so, like, I think that it kind of connected to what we were talking about last episode. For those of you who weren't listening, we uh, we kind of talked about COVID and the idea of routine. And I think, you know, every once in a while, you know, maybe a little, a little lesson right here. Maybe take a step back. You know, look around you. You know, it's it's cringe. It's I'm pretty sure we've all heard it a million times. It's it's annoying. It's cliche. You know. Don't take life for granted because legitimately that guy was going to go home and have dinner and then go to sleep and then wake up the next day and go to work on his motorcycle. But this time he wasn't able to do that. But not, not only, not only that, but appreciate what you have. Exactly. Because you don't know if tomorrow will be the day that you lose it. Exactly. I agree. I agree. And I I think, you know, like, obviously, like, I, I don't know. Like I think I think me telling this, it was because obviously it was like I didn't expect that to happen today. I, like I was yeah. just like I'm trying to get home. I want to go have dinner, you know. I want to go have some salmon with some rice and some uh, some salad. But you know that caught me off guard, and I thought you know like I said it was a good point, a good lesson to talk about because like you said you have to appreciate, you have to don't take life for granted. I know it's cringe. I know it's whatever, but like, yeah, it, it was it was kind of crazy, and and it, and it connects to, to a majority of our listeners live in Central Florida, and we can all agree that the drivers here in Central Florida aren't the best. Oh, don't no! It's not that they're not the best. They just don't know how to drive. I am so sorry. You I, don't know how to drive. Okay, listen, that's just inexperience. Okay. <laughs> so let's okay, let's whatever. let's uh, not go into that. No, but um, for for me, just learning how to drive, just out on the open road, especially where we're at, because the the two main roads that are by us is Point Center Boulevard and John Young, right? Yeah. Those are two really busy roads. Probably one of the busiest roads in uh in our county. Oh, no, for sure. Well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. But tr- learning how to drive at least longer distances cuz whenever like just going like down the street and stuff that doesn't even count. No, but going longer distances, you really like it's you almost become fearful of it. Yeah. But at the same time, you know you have to 
overcome it because you have to learn how to drive. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's, for me personally, I don't like driving and that definitely plays a part in it. But, yeah, but I feel like you're just like kind of comfortable where it's like, you know, I have my brother, <laughs> I have my mom and my dad that can drive me everywhere. Whereas when I had my, I had to get my permit, it was like, I want to start driving myself places and I want to start going places. So let me get this now. Let me practice driving. But, but yeah, I think we can all agree that in central Florida, it's like probably one of the, it's ridiculous. It's just, and, and I don't understand. Like I was, I was legitimately today. We were talking about it with the boys. Cause I, like I, I told them about what happened on points Boulevard Boulevard. And I, it's, it's crazy how like the government really thinks, Hey man, if you can do a three point turn, if you can parallel park, you can go from 25 miles an hour to zero miles an hour without skidding your like tires screeching yeah, yeah. yeah you are a certified driver and guess what you can go on the road and it's not like a if you it's a one-time thing no if you fail hey come next time because we, <laughs> we got you oh you fail again come again come get your license like dude I, I don't think that they realize that doesn't show whether or not you're a good driver and on top of that, if you fail once, what makes you think that they're going to be a good driver the next time? Please explain to me. What, okay, here, here, here's my question to you, though. What would you do to fix that? Like, what, what would you implement? Simple. Once you're, when you're getting your permit, at le- I don't want to say at least every month because that'd be so annoying. And I, I as like a, a, a learn, like when I was back, when I was learning... I'd get annoyed at this. I think like once every like two to three months, you have like a checkup where it's like you have to go on like a 20 to 30 minute drive with somebody who's like working for the, for the, for the government or the county or the DMV where they like, they're like, we're going to, we're going to go on this path. We're going to go from here to here and back. And it's like the actual road and they judge you and they're like, you know what? Yeah. You have the ability to to drive. You're 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 safe. I think, dude. People people out here do not know how to drive. I don't I I don't think two to th- I think two to three months is a little excessive. I would say like twice a year to be safe. So once every six months. I but I, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. If you fail your driver's test at sixteen, you should not be able. To retake it that same year. Well, you don't get your license when you're 16. Wait, do you? Yeah, you can. You get your license when you're. Wait, 16. is it 16 or 17? It's, no, it's 16. Because oh. I can get my license in March. Yeah, yeah, my fault. Yeah, Oops. no, no you should yeah. not be able to get your license if you fail at 16. Because there's already a whole debate on whether 16 year olds should be allowed to drive or not. My like, guy, that's its own debate on its own. Look, I don't want to hear it. I swear. I see 80-year-olds driving on the daily. Dude, Mm. an 80-year-old is the equivalent of a 16-year-old. However, the 16-year-old is super frantic and excited and wants to go really fast and wants to test their car out while the 80-year-old is just cruising. And I'm sorry, those people tend to go in the left lane. And I'm a firm believer of the, the left lane is the fast lane. The right lane <laughs> is the slow lane. And, dude, every time I find myself in a situation where it's like I'm 
I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Going like 10 under on the left lane. Like, don't get me wrong. Don't think that I speed or anything like that. I'm a certified driver. I have the I have a driver's license. I'm a good driver. 10 out of 10. You sure about that? Oh, buddy. Am I sure about that? Come on, pal. Put some respect on my name. I mean, I don't know. I've been in the car with you a couple of times. And uh, let me tell you, fear was present in that I don't car. Wanna, dude, I don't want to hear anything coming from the guy that on a 45-mile-an-hour road was going 30. If there's anything that gets me triggered, oh, it's people never. such as that. And it tends to be that my pal over here, Mr. Adrian De Silva, goes 30 miles per hour in a 45. And okay. I'm sorry, bud. 5 under, perfect. 10 under, you're pushing it. 15, do me the favor. Don't drive. Thank you very much. Nah, okay. Well... First off, you have to tell them the whole story. You can't just throw that out there like that, all right? My guy, pal, it's the main part. No, no, no nobody, that's not nobody, the main part. Nobody's here to hear the whole story. Well, nobody's I'm going to tell them the whole story. Everyone's here for the main part. Come on, man. No, I'm, I'm, te- I'm telling the story. Okay, so it is, what was it? It was New Year's Eve? No, it was New Year's Day. It was Day. New Year's Day. It was New Year's Day. Like two o'clock. It's two o'clock, o'clock in the morning. It's there's there was it rained and it was still drizzling, so the road is wet. I'm not about to be hitting 55 on a wet road. I'm inexperienced in driving. It, <sighs> there are drunk drivers on the road. It's called being safe. It, there's a difference between being safe and being. Reckless. I, will, I am a safe driver. All I right? will repeat what I just said. If it's 45 and you're going 5 under, so you're going 40, perfect. You know, when it's raining, you go a little lower. You go 40, right? 10 under, you're pushing it. But hey, you know what? You're right. There were there were some reckless drivers out there. 15 under, bro? I did not go 15, 15 under. under. I did not go 15 under. There was probably a, like a five-minute point where you just looked at the speedometer or whatever and said, oh, he's going 15 under. Like, like nah, nah, don't give me that, bro. Most of the time, a great majority of the time, I was going 10, 5 under, or I was going the exact speed limit. I would disagree, but hey, hey. I still haven't gotten in a car with him driving since that day, to be honest with you guys. Do I plan on it? No. I prefer me driving, obviously. Unless it's, you know, my mom or dad are like, I'm driving. I'm like, okay, whatever. Go wild. But I still prefer me. Can't lie. And this just feeds into the fact that uh, this just feeds me not needing to drive. Exactly. So it's like him being comfortable. It's it's a whole it's its whole thing. Eh, yeah, whatever it is. But you know, I kind of mentioned like my routine and going to school and stuff. And I think I think you know I don't know about you, but I, I want to talk about education. Oh, dude, That's... I have gotten to the point. I have four more or three more months of school left. However, I don't know what's going on with my teachers. But some of them are tripping off the wazoo. They are, they went to, I don't know where, picked some Percocets up 
and are higher than a kite. Dude, I don't know what hit them, but they are bugging out. You want to explain? Oh, buddy, do I want to explain? <laughs> let, me, let me tell you guys something. I, I went off, off uh, camera really quick. I don't know why. I don't know if it's like a coordinated effort from from teachers, but if you're if you're a teacher and you're listening to this, if you're one of my teachers and you're listening to this, giving out projects at the same exact time is not the greatest idea. Like, I don't know if you agree, but dude, it, it, it just doesn't make sense. Everyone's like, let's just give him a whole bunch of, of work. And it's not even like it's work that's going to help me. Because yeah. if it was work that was going to help me in the future, okay, by all means, give it to me. You know? How to do taxes. How to do those kind of things. 100% totally for it. However, busy work, dude. I've gotten to the point. I can't stand it. The whole thing, like, and, and when I'm saying that they're, like, all these teachers are giving a whole bunch of work and, like, projects and stuff at the same time, it tends to be busy work. I don't know if you feel the same way, but I can't stand busy work anymore, dude. It's a waste of my time, and I've gotten to the point where some of it, I'm like, eh, zero doesn't sound that bad. Eh, I gotta do, you know what I gotta do instead? I can chillax. I can go out hang out with the boys. I can do whatever Yeah. instead of doing that work. I, I mean, don't know if you feel the same way. I have a kind of, this year is a lot more... There's a lot more relevant work for me in my classes. It last year, last year was bad though. Last year was really bad. Oh. In in classes like what class was it, dude? In like chemistry. Like, bro, I would not leave Mr. Keston's class without a project. Nah. Or some kind of worksheet. But here's the thing. I personally believe that for for certain classes, there are like there there's some things where it's like you do need to have quote unquote busy work or practice work. In my opinion, chemistry is one of that those those subjects because it's like practice makes perfect. Same thing with math. Math you can't learn math without practicing it and repeating it over and over and over again. It's like you don't learn how to multiply by just teaching it one day and then going on to the next thing. No, you when we were in third grade or whatever grade you were in. You would do a little multiplication table contest where it was like whoever was the fastest, they would get a Hershey's bar or, or whatever it was, a little airhead. But it's like math, science, I think it, it tends to be like where maybe busy work does help. Like for especially like like physics. Um, biology, I'm not so sure. No, I biology is forever. Uh, chemistry, I do think it's one where it's like you do need to practice in order to understand. So... What I'm getting is that we're basically just ganging up against English, huh? Hey, man. I'm a, <laughs> look. I just personally am not the greatest writer. And I don't see the big deal in analyzing what the color red means. Because to be honest, red is cool being red. And <laughs> guess what? It can mean angry. Like, anger. Like, okay. Besides that... Do I see the, the, and I, I sound really ignorant right now and I'm willing to take a step back and admit that, but I honestly don't see the, um, the, the 
the purpose or help reading Macbeth. Yeah, I am dealing with that pain right now. Oh my god. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. I have not paid... Like, we've been going over... Like, we're reading the entire play of Macbeth. Which I did as well. And the only thing I know is that the king dies. No, I have... No, I am being completely honest with you. I have not paid attention to a single... Like seen in that play because just for the simple fact it's it has nothing to do with me being online and being distracted like no it has the only thing is i do not see the benefit of reading that kind of literature like that yeah. kind of literature if i was living back in those times when shakespeare was still like suit like he was alive and he was kicking then okay it's it's kind of important to understand and like that but like now since it doesn't really play into society i don't understand why we're really analyzing it to the depth and the extent that we're analyzing it i think i'm going to be a complete hypocrite and go against what i just said i think for some i th- i th- okay i don't think there's a need to go into depth and into like going into analyzing each and every word why did shakespeare Put the word the, not the the, in in his in his text. Um, I don't know. I mean, I can't really ask him. So why do I care? You know, it's not like he told us why. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but I do think reading it could like help us give like some like ethical standpoints, like some like lessons like, like that. But but I kind of want to. Sorry to cut you no, off, but fine. I kind of want to pre- like ask you a question. Do you agree and are you against or are you, you know, for or against the the way that modern education is being taught or is just structured? Okay, so that that's kind of a layered question. Just, um for for me personally, it really just depends on the student. For me, I tend to thrive in certain classes. I thrive visually. In other classes, I th- um I really thrive based on hands-on. But then there are other classes where I'm like, yeah, I could do this on my own. I don't even need a teacher there. Like with biology, personally doing cuz I'm doing it on um FOVS, which is like homeschooling, but like for that specific class only online school yeah not like online school like what we have right now where it's like you go on zoom it's legit online school where it's like they give you the presentations they tell you go on your own you got this go yeah but with that class specifically it is it's super it's super easy for me to understand all of the topics because it's one it's self-paced and two it's a topic that personally interests me yeah. So I actually have that desire to want to learn more and to actually understand it. Yeah, even though I'm like behind in everything, it's not based off of laziness. It's just based off of me wanting to understand what I'm learning. Whereas in other classes like math, math, I have to be like I have to be in a classroom. I have mm-hmm. to see and I have to visualize every single step that there is to solving some equation. Do you so so? 
do you think that it's do you think they do you think that they should change like when I'm saying they like the government do you think that the government should change the how the education system is set up right now absolutely how so? absolutely they should make they should let okay once you reach a, reach a certain age so I would say maybe middle school maybe um eighth grade because in eighth grade a lot of kids start to develop their own like ideas and stuff personalities Person- individuality. yeah yeah they should leave it up to the students themselves. It's a question. But leave leave what? How they want to learn. It is. Yes, it is. That's that's where it comes down to this. For us, we were put into IB. We were asked like for me personally, I was asked these questions, these kind of questions a lot. I was asked, "How do you want to learn? What is the best way for me, the teacher, to teach you?" Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the times, a lot of what the students would say would just be overlooked, and they just wanted us to feel like our voices were being heard. But in reality, those are really good questions, because then you really start to see what is best for you. And I feel like the government should take that into account, because there are students who, in eighth grade, have an understanding of what they want, what and how they want to learn. Yeah. Whereas there are other kids who might not be as mature yet or as they 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 don't know what they yeah want. they don't know what they want so for them yeah keep them in the normal classes keep them during the lectures and whatnot whereas other kids should be they should have that option to branch out and let themselves flourish interesting i think uh if you don't mind yeah no you can go my stance on on modern education i just i I'm pretty sure we've a lot of us have heard this analogy. Every year, or comparison, like that. Every year, uh, Toyota comes out with a brand new model of their cars and SUVs and trucks. Correct. Okay. So, the 2020 Toyota 4Runner is going to have different features. Compared to the Toyota, the 2019 Toyota 4Runner, whether that's a sh- a better engine, a better turbo, a better uh, a stronger engine, better you know better suspension, better interior design, just a, a change on the exterior design of the car, whatever it may be, there is always change when it comes to a car. A car that was built in the 1940s is 100% different compared to a car that is built in 2020 today. Well, of course. Ex- okay, right? You agree yeah. you agree with yeah, that. Yeah, I agree. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people at home agree with that as well. Now, has has the education system changed since 1940? Well, here, I'm I'm going to give you No, answer just answer yes or no. Has the education system changed since 1940 there are a lot of factors that i feel like we don't understand such as that do go like that's what I, like i can't tell you but i'm pretty sure that they are present stuff like common core answer my question has the education system changed since 1940 to an extent yes dude how okay the basis of it has not the base has not changed 
what I'm saying has changed is some of the methods that we're using. So instead of lecturing and stuff, we're using more hands-on but kinds of stuff. it's the same. You have your English, your math, your social studies, your... What, what am I missing? Your electives. And then, and then your electives. And then, obviously, physical education when you're younger. And, you know, some for some, you have it in high school. But it hasn't changed. And in my, in my opinion, I don't understand, or I obviously do understand, how is it that car companies and, and, you know, consumer products can change every single year, but, you know, the education system, which basically sets our society up for whatever they want to do, you know, how is it that they, they haven't changed in at all? Besides the methods, methods, they're still teaching the same things. Uh, and, and I want to offer you another perspective. For me, right? Yeah. I'm not going to talk about how, how my style of learning and, and whatnot, because I understand every single person is different. Yeah. I personally learn extremely well by watching a video and then practicing, while for you, you may learn better by having somebody explain it to you. Sit yeah. down and go step by step, you know? Why is it that for me, a person who, you know, I'd consider... You know, like I wouldn't say I'm an entrepreneur, but that's that's the path. You have I an entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah, uh, that's the path path I want to go into: business, finance, possibly start my own company. That that's what I want to go into. Why? What value does calculus BC bring to me? What does integration by parts and finding the area of an enclosed um, area like a, a shaded or of a shaded region. What, what what is the area of a shaded region of a graph? Help me. If you're if you're going into engineering, if you're trying to go into something with physics, hey, velocity, the 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 derivative of velocity is uh is direction, right or position. Sorry, the derivative of acceleration is velocity. And when you find the shade, the, the area of the sh those shaded regions, it is useful. But how is it that for me, a person who wants to go into business, as well as all the other people who want to go into business, psychology, um, whatever, education, whatever it may be, how is advanced levels of mathematics or advanced levels of English or advanced levels of, of you know, history going to help me I can personally answer that and, I, and I'm and I'm going to history you know teaches us not to you know repeat mistakes that have been done in the past basically teaches us what yeah. to do right yeah when you're if you're going into politics I personally believe hey you need to have a good understanding of history if we're, we're living in the US I don't want the government to go through another crisis like back in the 1920s or, or, or yeah. 30s although world war 2 is a factor and whatnot i don't i don't want i don't want to go through that i don't want to have to go through a stock market crash well eh, we don't control that but you know possibly you say that president did, didn't do the best job here's what we can do now you know but that's kind of subjective though Sorry, no. just, just to cut you off, like that statement right there, 
I know, I know it wasn't your like main point, but that statement that president wasn't very good. Yeah, that's something that we can say since we're living in their future. Like no, in the yeah. like, but but I'm saying for the future presidents, you better not do what they did. Because guess okay. what? It wasn't successful, which is which is why I'm saying if you're trying to go into politics, history, key key subject you need to you need to learn. So I think I think what I'm saying is that I think I I don't I, I, I don't see the value in the way that education has been set up in today's society where it's like basically robots, we're robots and we're all going sheeple. in. Exactly. We're we're all sheep. I, I don't agree with that. I think it should be more of a career based education yeah. path where like you said eighth grade that's where it's like you know what this kid honestly has some you know characteristics that that make him look like he would he would be set up for success if he went went uh on the business path or this kid looks like he could succeed and be you know do very very well in politics you know what i mean Okay, I I want I want to have I have two points. So the first one being, we can take an example of a lot of the other countries in the world, like I believe it's in France, in like Canada they have college before they have university. But but so that's th- no, I disagree with that too because I'm not a big fan of wasting time. You know, as we get older, we start to realize that time is mo- uh, money and, you know, time is precious. So, here's why I'm saying eighth grade into high school. But that's where I disagree because although you might have developed in eighth grade and ha- started having a lot more mature mindset, there are people who, for you, for example, they might still they might have that seventh grade mindset even though they're in eighth grade. Or like that that but is a very get, it's a very hard thing to do since we don't really understand that kind of like mental and development. Like you can't like put everybody into one specific group. No, yeah, I get that. But I, what I'm saying is that there's a point where if you're if you're in you know, if you're a senior in high school and you're acting like a seventh grader, what's going on? Like like come on, you have to have some form of maturity, you know? Even I'm I'm able to flip a switch. You've seen it. Yeah. It's like if I'm with my friends, I'll act all goofy and stuff. But as soon as I'm put in a in a I guess a business situation or or a professional yeah. situation, my immediately I turn into, hello there, how are you? No jokes. I'll, I'll crack a little joke, you know, just to break ice or yeah. something. But the rest is really professional because it's, it has to be. Exactly. Because you're no longer dealing with, but if people of, a. Like I guess at the same or at a lower maturity level as you. No, I. Because that's something that I feel like we a lot of us do subconsciously, which is its own other tangent. But when you're put into a situation where you're surrounded by superiors or people who are more mature than you, have more experience, you don't want to seem immature. You don't want to no, seem inferior. And I get that, but but what I'm trying to say is that. No matter what your maturity level is, no matter what your mindset is or whatever, there's a point where you're kind of forced to have that mindset. You're forced to have that maturity. And I think in regard to the education system, I think when you get to eighth grade, it should become a career-based 
education system where if you want to go into business, guess what? Negotiation, very crucial when it comes mm-hmm. to business. I don't know how to do that. My friends who want to go into business don't know how to do that. Hey, you know what we can do? We can negotiate a little bit. Hey, I'll give you a dollar if you give me your brownie. <laughs> but we're not talking about serious, like, professional-level negotiation. We're not talking about the mathematics or the the coding that is needed to go into finance. And you want to know what the worst part about that is? The fact that you, you're a senior right now and you're complaining about that? There are a lot of universities. I, I know Harvard for a fact because we went to their campus, but you don't choose your major or your minor or your double major or whatever until you you finish your second year of university. That's not all universities, but that is some universities that are out there. And that really sets you back because the first two years, you're either exploring what you want or you're just doing GE. But here, but yeah, well, everyone has to do GE. And well, I, yeah. I, I disagree with that once again. You know, I think that, okay, it's perfectly fine if if mid, mid-year you're like, you know what, dude, business isn't for me. I want to go into politics. You know, my personality is really built for politics. Okay, that's cool. However, I think when you're you're in middle school and high school, they should set you up for where it's like you have an overall understanding of that of that topic and in the beginning you can determine although you're young whether or not you want to you want to continue that path or not. Cuz you're setting your base. That's what you're exactly. trying to say. You're trying to set your exactly. base for what you see yourself becoming. Exactly. Like for you I don't know. Say an attorney or a doctor. That that's a stretch. But, uh, Whatever it is. Yeah. Let's say a doctor. If you want to become a doctor, hey man, you need to understand organic can or organic. Organic. I don't know what I just said. <laughs> you need to understand organic chemistry, and and the basis of biology, and all of those kind of things. Are you really gonna need to understand advanced mathematics? No, you're not. Me going into business, I, you know, for the people who, who may not have the same personality as me where I'm super outgoing and, and my social intelligence is high and I'm able to just spark a conversation out of nowhere, I think people who want to go into business and have more of an introvert, uh, introverted uh, personality, you know, take class. They, they should be able to, they, they, should, they, they should be offering classes where, you know, it's, it's basically, it'll, it'll help them come out of their shell if that makes sense i mean although they may not be willing to do that it's like you could teach them what to do when they're forced to be in a situation like that where they're forced to give a presentation in front of 20 people in front of hundreds of people at a at a what do you call it at a summit or or whatever whatever it may be for me dude i'll speak to a whole super bowl stadium full of people and it will be the same as me presenting to one person but for for somebody like you yeah that's a huge yeah, that's difference. So I think, you know, not to wrap up, but just to like kind of, you know, bring my case to a, to a, you know, a little cocoon or, or a come shell. to a hole. Like, yeah. A shell. Hole. That's a better word. I think the education system as it is right now is setting people up for failure. The solution to that is to have more of a career-based education system that as time progresses is continually is like changing continuously because guess what 
Things change every year. A year ago, we didn't have COVID. Now we do. Guess what? The person who wants to study vi- uh, viruses, shout out Dr. Anthony Fauci. Dude, I don't want to sound like a, like, like, a, like a rude guy or anything, but Fauci, dude, he's been like, I heard this on, on Impulsive. He goes, like they said something like, Fauci, dude, he's been, he's been telling his family and friends. He's like, hey, man, you guys are making fun of me now for doing this, this weird virus stuff. I'm telling you, there's going to be a day where there's going to be a virus and you're going to see me on CNN, MSNBC, oh, yeah. Fox News. I'm going to be on the White House uh, panel. I'm going to be with the president. You just mark my words. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like as time progresses, uh, you know, as, yeah, as time progresses, it'll change. But but I think I think there has to be a continuous change. It can't be that we're doing the same thing as we were doing 100 years ago. Because 100 years ago, people did not have electric vehicles. People did not have computers. Now we do. Society's completely different. Now, hear me out. Let me plant a little uh, seed. What if the government has, hasn't has changed the education system as much? Because the because I know we're like 24th in global education or something like that. We are nowhere near the top. The United States of America does not have the greatest education. And... That's coming from two individuals who have a semi, I'd say semi good, decent education. Yeah. Compared to the people that live in North Dakota and in Arkansas, their education, complete dog shit. I am sorry. Had to say (laughs) garbage straight up compared to here in Florida and Florida pretty bad compared to like Massachusetts, Connecticut up there and et cetera. No, okay, Massachusetts, I disagree because they are, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. what you were trying to say. But what I was trying to say is what if the government has the education system the way it is because there's some kind of other agenda? This is, I have, this, there's no really, there's no real and basis the- I have about this. But if you really think about it, you, they could be doing exactly what they want to be doing. My name is Gabriel DeSilva, and I just want to make it clear I do not support any conspiracy <laughs> theories. And although my brother may have been listening to uh, Soluminati and uh, some of these other conspiracy theorists, uh, I do not believe in any of them. You know? Do I believe that the government is possibly setting people up to get government jobs and just have an ordinary life? Yeah. However, I think that, like I said, career based. And guess what? For those kids who are just like, I don't know what to do. I'll do whatever. Put them in boarding school. Or not boarding school. Uh, but like a technical school. That's, yeah, like, like yeah. a technical school where they're learning how to do stuff like uh, carpenting. And, and yeah, yeah. Becoming an electrician or whatnot. But as for, for the people who are like. Who have aspirations. I, exactly. Who have aspirations. Are like, I want to do that when I'm older. Guess what? Put them on a career base. Help them. Help them achieve their. Uh. You know their goals. You know, I I agree with you. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not opposing you in any way. Yeah. Like there are certain parts of your argument that I feel like can be modified to make it stronger and to make it more realistic. Because don't get me wrong, it's something that we can do. But there are a lot of like laws in place that we don't know about that 
are probably hurdles. Yeah. If you understand what I'm trying to say. But guess what? If the government is willing to do that, or if they're willing to change their education system as a whole, they're willing to, you know, take out or, or place another law that, that overrides the previous law. Like, if you want to do something, you can do it. And if the government wants to do something, trust me, they can do it. You know, that's we, a simple fact. We'll probably see that when we're older, though. Because obviously, that, that, I feel like that does come into a generational thing that really does play a factor in systems in general. Like any real government system it is a massive I th- factor to. No, it's it's really something to consider because you can't expect Gen like what is it? We're in Gen Z, right? Sorry, I'm not dude. Far. It's like I'm Gen Z. You're I'm like on the sure border, like I the think. Cuss. And then right now they're like some some other thing. I think Generation Alpha, but they're probably the most beta human beings I've ever seen <laughs> in my life, dude. Basically, anybody from around 2004. You're pushing it. Yeah, your I'm like on the very dude, edge. Your We're generation split. pushes it, dude. We're split. I cannot. Uh, it's whatever. And dude. that's coming from a, a two thousand December two thousand four. Nah, is, but but this kid acts like there. Yeah, I have my is. moments. I have but, my moments. But anyway, as you were saying, but no, as I was saying, you can't expect somebody who's in our generation or the even the younger generations to share a lot of ideas with like boomers and Dude, millennials. Clearly you haven't seen the power of Instagram and posting uh <laughs> hey, no, that's that's my Instagram point exactly. Posts, bro. Hey, that's I'm, my point exactly. It's a troll, dude. It's not serious. Cuz guess what the 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 200 people viewing your post are just going to swipe next. Don't yeah, care. If anything you're just going to get a heart. 5 seconds. Don't care. Cool. Oh. Oh my god. The rainforest is burning down. Interesting. You just well, have, let, let me repost this and get another 200 people to see it. Yeah. Well, are you donating? No. You're just bringing awareness, and I don't think awareness will get things done. Like, awareness does play a factor, but awareness if there's get, nothing to back it up, then it's pointless. No, don't get me wrong. Awareness does help, uh, what do you call this, create change, as we saw with the Black oh, Lives yeah. Matter Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was just about to mention that. Well. But, but I think in regard to education, it's just simply you need to put people into office where it's like they are willing to change things, and they, they will... Do whatever it is to do that. And that's going to come with the new generation. I can guarantee it. Dude. Absolutely guarantee uh, that this w- new generation, the new generation that's coming into politics. Dude, first I off, think I think we can we can go into that on another episode. Oh, yeah. Because politics yeah, on its a- own is it's, <laughs> it's a complex thing. But I think, like you said, this generation, I don't know if I'm scared of the future or, like, glad. It's really weird. I am, I feel like it's safe to say that Personally, I am not scared. I am mortified by this new generation because <laughs> they they talk a lot and they don't do and jack I don't, shit. And the ones who do do something, do do, are really like on a almost they're like on the cusp of an extremist point of view. That's the thing, dude. I'm telling you, I think what we're about to get into. Yeah, that's a whole is a episode. whole nother episode. And I think this is the, this is where we end it. To be honest, this episode, episode yeah. two, dude. What's our education? Yeah. What do we believe in education? You know, um, th- like once again, thank you all to the listeners and now the viewers. We really appreciate all your support and everything. You know, you guys listening. I know these episodes are kind of long. This is pushing one yeah. hour. If you guys stayed till the end, and you know, you guys are hearing this, thank you. We really appreciate really. that. 
on the way to the we are on our way to the top. We are going to the moon. It's simple as that. We're not, we're gonna be the number one podcast, as you know. Logan Paul says, "Hey man, he's gonna have competition now." But uh, but yeah, thank you guys so much once again. If you guys see any, you know, if you guys don't feel free to text me. That's what I was trying to say. Um, feel free to text my yeah, brother me. as well. He's gonna start using social media a lot more. Yeah, it's not a I don't want to anymore. It's a hey man, you have to. Yeah, I gotta kind of prioritize. But yeah. Thank you guys so much. This is a wrap on episode two of After Hours. Thank you guys for listening. Please subscribe, link, uh, like, and just comment and let me know what you guys think. Please and thank you.